FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indians. I had to do that because every time I do it, it kind of breaks it up a little bit. <laughs> Like, you don't have to explain that to me. I, I know, but I, I felt like I had to explain, like, ah, uh, why am I suddenly like I'm like I'm a, a, a tape that's just been uh, revved up and then or warped rather. But mm-hmm. I go back and I listen to the recording, and all of a sudden I just like cut out. So I'm like, oh no, I think Zoom thinks that this is some noise and it just blocks oh, it out. Wow. So, so I think, has it always been a problem? I've actually, never heard you talk about it. It, it has been uh, as long wow. as we've been using Zoom, which has been like maybe like a year or so, <laughs> if not longer. So, um, so which which version are you going to keep? Are you going to keep the wonky version or are you going to? I feel like I, I'm going to have to do it again. So I'm going to it's it's going to sound crazy, but we're just going to go with it. And um, okay. here here we go. OK. Good morning indubians wow i did not like that at all i mean the first go was a little bit better i like that one okay better to be quite honest all right all right i'll i'll try i'll try that (laughs) good morning indubians i'm t sterling watson and i'm courtney this is the Indu podcast on a warped tour drive, apparently, um, hey. where the morning drive time is <gasps> late night talk. What? So, okay. No, that's good because so when we get to our space segment, it's mm-hmm. going to like, it's going to, oh, it's going to, it's going to make so much sense. Like you're going to connect. It's going to be, we're going to be able to segue and connect the dots. So you're, you're so excited. Like your words, like your thoughts are coming out faster than your words are. Yes. 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 Anyway, we aim to uh, entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. And there's a lot of that so far already today. Oh, wow. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. We're recording live from the south side of a little new Induya on the the corner of Tachaka and MLK Drive. Yes. Uh, Courtney, how are you doing? Sounds like you're great. How are you, though? (laughs) All right. You know, pretty all right. How Mm -hmm. are you? I'm, I'm great, as I have... Uh, uh, how do how should I put it? Um, resided on this rock we call Earth for thirty six years now, and hey. a couple days. I've been celebrating and actually having like I feel like this is one of the better birthdays I've had nice. in recent times that I can recall. Because I mean, nice. We've had some dumpster fire years, mm, yeah. But I. Yeah. Me being a the optimist that I am, I can't help but think back on like all the good things that happened, especially in 2021, because mm-hmm. I have a whole mm-hmm. new I have a whole wife now. So there's that. Yeah. And that's a big thing. It, it is. It's a huge thing. And yeah. she actually was a big part of like the birthday being great because she brought mm-hmm. or, or bought me like clothes. So I have like some nice. new, new duds because she's like, yeah, your hoodies are tired. Like, oh. <laughs> Gotta love a good woman who speaks the truth and also shows you the light. She's, I mean, she's right. I do have some tired hoodies, but then I also have my, my regulars, which I feel like are still good. Like I know they're worn down if like, mm. if, if they're, um, what I have printed on the back might be kind of, you know, withering away, but some of them are still like really good. So like, they're, like they're not withered at all. There's no like tattered or, or, uh, peeling 
of what's printed back there? Well, here's the thing. You know, I'm still getting to know Ashley and her way of doing things and just getting to know her as a person still. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I feel like when a woman says something is tired, not only is it like, sure, maybe physically like run down or whatever, but it's also cold speak from sick of seeing you in it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so you may want to just kind of look in the mirror, literally mm -hmm. and, and metaphorically, because she may just be trying to say, hey, I want to see you in something else. And then buys the thing that she wants to see you in. Right. And, you know, that's mm -hmm. where I feel like she's coming from. Yeah. Partially, maybe. Yeah. And, and we and, and with that. We uh we watched the show. I mean, it's an old show, but we I like watching the reruns because that's all we have left. Uh, the show called Happy Endings. You can watch it mm -hmm. on Hulu. It's hilarious. I love it. And there's this one character who wears V-neck T-shirts all the time. So there was a whole episode where they tried to do an intervention because he like always had V-necks on all the time. So mm -hmm. I think because of that, like she found one in the store and bought one for me. So mm -hmm. that's kind of like somewhat of a joke in a sense but i mean it's not bad i don't have a problem with v-necks or have a lot of them i think this is like my second one now so mm -hmm. so we, there's there's that and a couple new hoodies that are that are nice and and they're, sure, they're warm sure. um but we i mean i still have again the ones that are still i'll call them fresh they're not they're not tired the tired ones okay. i definitely know they're tired because like the sleeves are all, all kind of loose and kind of baggy and and you know you how you have that like a uh, elastic in the in the the sleeve ends uh -huh. those uh -huh. are really really loose yeah so so that one i'm that can be retired like mm -hmm. it, it used to be black now it's like like a a dull black <laughs> if that makes any sense <laughs> uh tired black a tired will. black yeah like <laughs> like many black americans in america today it's a tired nice. black Good one. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good one. <laughs> so yeah my my hoodies some of my hoodies are black americans in 2022 so they're, <laughs> they're just tired I'm like oh really okay yeah and yeah. that's probably how they feel when i put it on like really we're going out again okay One more time mm -hmm. like we're doing this again okay mm -hmm. I mean, I thought the last time you took me off, that was going to be the last time. And right. you can just, uh, all right, here we, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Here we go again. Keeping, oh, keeping you warm. Who says mm -hmm. that? Keenan and Kale, I think. No, oh, Kale. Yep. Yeah. Or was Kenan it Keenan? Oh, wait. No. no, it was Kale. It was Kale? Okay. Um, I think. <laughs> you know what? It, it might be on what? Paramount Plus? I might have to go check it out just for, yeah. for memory's sake. Nostalgia. Mm -hmm. nostalgia and but yeah great birthday it, we i had a snow day so i really didn't have to go anywhere so that was nice mm -hmm. um a lot of i was gonna say a lot of food was had like i i cooked food made a breakfast which i showed you pictures of mm -hmm. and um sunday because that that was saturday my birthday was saturday sunday i basically had a joint birthday party with a seven-year-old so already you're like hmm how much fun could that be and it actually was because we went to Dave and Buster's. Nice. That mm -hmm. place is awesome. It is. It is. I haven't been in like a many, many years. Like, and this is, I guess, now my second time ever going. So, mm -hmm. and in case, just in case, there is one <laughs> listener out there who has never experienced Dave and Buster's. It's basically Chuck E. Cheese for adults. So, and it's amazing. 
It is. In fact, it, it is much better than Chuck E. Cheese. I think even children would agree because there's like real games. There's okay. I'm not saying Chuck E. Cheese doesn't have real games. The last time I've been to one, I think was just before the pandemic started. And even then they were just barely hanging on. Like, yeah, you saw that rat costume in the corner and it was like <laughs> shove that eyeball right back in place. And right. Mm-hmm. It, it was that was tired. That was a tired like rat basically Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like whoo i don't know if any exist anymore but yeah anyway david musters was great they They do do. oh they do and i think they are really pretty cheap now because Mm -hmm. uh, well and i don't know if they've always been cheap but because i've not been as an adult human Mm. but for a while they were you know uh, for you know a while that i knew of them like my nephews and things would go I mean, you can go for t- for a ten dollar ticket and be in there for not a long, long time. But ten dollars would buy you a good amount of tokens to play the game, and if you want to eat pizza in there or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little extra money. But you know, it wasn't super expensive. It um, did the job. It was. It did the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, if you want to level up, then you go to Dave and Buster's because. Gotcha games, which I found very interesting. They have a lot of games there that are like bigger versions of what you might play on your phone. So, <laughs> yeah, which I thought was true. pretty awesome because I mean yeah. that's the first time I played like a, a like a full size Fruit Ninja game. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the more popular games there. I exactly. Think. And then there's like there's I know there's Connect Four. There's normally one mm-hmm. in my. Dave and Buster's that I just love because I love Connect Four. Really? <laughs> but, no, yeah. Noted. Do. Yeah. Just to, I was going to say I'll challenge you to a game, but you probably already know all the, the tricks into beating people. So I mean, know. I don't. I'm, I'm not, Ooh. I didn't say I was good at it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, but, I'll put it back yeah. on the board. All right. Yeah, mm-hmm. put it back out there. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been thinking about it since I left and I'm like, you know what? This would make a pretty good, like, if I could like wrangle together a group or, or say maybe that is the time that you do come to Connecticut when it's still winter time. And like, we have to mm. go somewhere to hang mm-hmm. out because you don't want to be outside because apparently it's, it's you know, cold, cold. Yeah. which we, yeah, I, I mean, like real cold up there. I didn't write it in my notes, but I'm tired of how often now I'm seeing the term. Um, oh man, now I'm going to screw it up. Cause I either say, <laughs> I either say it backwards. I think it's cyclone bomb. Um, mm. And I think we talked about it in a previous episode because I, I think I even came back. I like, wait, wait, yeah, I remember talking about it. I do not remember which is the correct. Like, it's, it's bomb, bomb cyclone. cyclone. Bomb okay. cyclone. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, and again, that is when the temperature suddenly drops, like within 24 hours, and I think it's like 20 degrees dropping, or or it just gets very, very cold, very, very fast, mm. where it's almost like. What is this a new term or is this something that always happened, but we're just now talking about it because it's weird how it just keeps coming up so often. Like the last time it was mentioned was yesterday for, I didn't even say where this report is from, but yesterday and six hours ago, and basically it just happens during winter time that, but the thing I'm waiting to hear again is the polar vortex. I haven't heard that term in a couple of years and that was devastating when that happened. Yeah. Uh, but hmm, what have you? I don't know. All this so, to say, we, go ahead. Oh, all this to say, we had to brave the cold to go out to Dave and Buster's, but we had a good time. We were out there, so it was, it was all good. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's good. I mean, we're getting ready to have a bit of weather here. Um, like, okay, so currently it is, let's see, 70, 64. But the high was something like 68, 69. Right. So that's insane. No, no, it's not a good thing though, because that's, if it was later in the year, like March, hey, I mean, we can actually have tornadoes now, but hmm. typically in tornado season, if it's that warm, pretty, um, it, it's un, that is unseasonably warm for us. And so we're actually getting ready to have a winter storm, a bit of a winter storm where it's raining now and it's supposed to continue to rain and the temperature is supposed to continue to drop. And so we don't really get snow, not snow like y'all, we get ice. Mm. And so mm -hmm. with the temperatures so high and even with them getting ready to plummet the way that they're about to, we're kind of, there's a winter weather like advisory that this is probably going to happen. You're probably gonna have issues traveling and ice and. Yada yada, and ice is not fun because you no. can't drive in it, but it also messes with like power lines and things. So correct, correct. It's it's fun. not it's not fun at all. In fact, it is worse than like snow and and I would even say blizzards because I mean, a you're not supposed to be driving anyway during a blizzard. Then again, you're not supposed to be driving during an ice storm either. But with the ice storm, it is more dangerous because, say for example you still have trees that have like leaves on them granted it is it is january or no 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 i'm sorry it's february so we don't have it's any leaves life. yeah i'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get together like you know time is covid anyway um with some storms normally for us in new england with those ice storms they are devastating because of the trees and they kind of fall on the power lines and then the power lines are also frozen and they'll snap or get heavy and then although it's beautiful you know if you don't have anywhere to go or you don't need any power it's like wow look everything is encased in ice that's that is just just beautiful just just sparkling and but it's deadly too so but i will say please be safe because that storm will be coming this way uh by the end of the week so um yay more snow because that's also what we had to battle oh, with yeah uh, but we're all <laughs> supposed to get warm weather too so it's yeah Weird. But climate climate change isn't a thing it's not real supposedly not even a little bit you know i know it's all normal all normal this happens uh last night my niece took me out to 99 restaurant which i had to get the name right because like bomb cyclone i keep reversing it and i'm like is it restaurants 99 or is it 99 restaurants but it's 99 restaurant singular which is just weird i don't even know why it's, it's called that it's disheartening a little bit or disheartening is not the word disconcerting is maybe what i'm thinking of mm. because i'm like i don't understand I, when i read it i'm like surely this is a typo should it be 99 restaurants Oh, when I texted like, you earlier? Or, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Or like mm. you said, Restaurant 99. But restaurant 99 restaurant, sounds better. Yeah, it does. And I've heard of different establishments where it's like the thing or the number. No, mm -hmm. the thing and then the number. <laughs> like Club 42 or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or so Butterfield I, I 8, which is also a movie, but still. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand the whole 99 restaurant singular. I, I'm, I, I have so many questions. 
I do too. We'll have to circle back to it because there's like so much that we have to talk about today and that's not one of them. However, I do need to talk about the sirloin tips because that's really my only reason for going there these days, which isn't often, yeah. but it's often enough. And, mm-hmm. and again, we were texting earlier about this and how it is one of my side missions in life. Cause as we, we all, you know, are in this, we're all in the matrix. We all are, have our side mm-hmm. missions as we, mm-hmm. you know, acquire the bigger goals. One mm-hmm. of mine is to figure out how the blue cheese is made at my favorite wingery, but also mm-hmm. <laughs> how or what their sirloin tips are seasoned with. And oh. I'm thinking it, maybe it's a marinade. And I had my last few bites today, like as I was driving home, because I, I didn't finish it at, at the restaurant. So I took it home. Plus, I cooked it in the air fryer a little bit longer because it was a little too rare mm-hmm. for my liking. And mm-hmm. I had some for lunch. And then I had the rest as I was driving home, just sitting there trying to chew and really savor. I'm like, what is this flavor that I am tasting? <laughs> and I felt like I was getting closer, like it was right there. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. So I'm thinking <laughs> I might have to just outsource this. And try to reach out to like any chef friends out there or anybody mm-hmm. like, I feel like, and, and I really want to make a request. Uh, I'll maybe I'll, I'll send a tweet out, see if I get an answer to someone like uh, kitchenista to, mm. to see if, if she ever goes to a restaurant and she, tr- she tastes something like, Ooh, that tastes great. I can recreate that. And mm-hmm. Maybe she's tried this before. Maybe she knows what it is. If maybe if she hasn't, I'm willing to send her the money just to go get like the plate so she can taste it for herself and then tell me what the secret is. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I need to know what this is because I I can easily make the sirloin tips because they're already very tender, very delicious. I can put my own seasoning in it, make it good, but I want it to taste like that. That's what I need. So So can you... So can you, um, when you eat the meat, right? Mm -hmm. So like, I'm thinking of that one scene in the matrix where what's his name wants to be reinstated into the matrix and he's eating the meat. And I can't recall if he, if like he actually tastes or or like if he describes the meat, but just looking at him eat the meat, you know, Mm -hmm. take a bite out of the steak and it's like medium rare because it's got a little pink in the middle mm-hmm. and the way that he just enjoys it I feel like I feel like I know exactly that feeling I know exactly what it tastes like when you take a bite into that steak can you like see the flavors um like happen in like can you do they come to life like that rat in ratatouille <laughs> he starts to describe the, ta- the the taste and he you sees know- it in color and it's beautiful in a way, it's like that. I see things in layers sometimes when I eat them because okay, I can okay. or or even in in time, because Ooh. as you taste things like you, you can taste different things as time goes on, similar to, mm-hmm. let's say, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, or maybe it's Charlie, whatever, where um, the little girl, uh, blue, not blue, Violet Beauregard, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Where she has no, the gum? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. each. As she keeps chewing, she keeps tasting different things. Oh, yeah, yeah. So for me, that's what it's like sometimes. And okay. I'm tasting things and I can kind of separate them. And I also do this with music too, by the way, where I, I kind of mm-hmm. separate, I can hear instruments and like mm-hmm. who's singing what or what's being played. So in the same mm-hmm. way, I can differentiate like, okay, this is the meat that I'm tasting because mm-hmm. I know what like this specific type of sirloin 
beef or steak tastes like. Mm-hmm. I can taste little bits of pepper, like, like, you know, just black pepper. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm kind of thinking is like, okay, this must be a marinade because there's a lot of flavor going on and it's mostly coated around the meat itself. So if mm-hmm. I was able to, and the, the pieces of meat are already kind of small as it is. So it's not like I'm like shaving off like the crust because it, it's kind of almost like a crust. But mm-hmm. if I were, if I could do that, then yeah, I can kind of get a little more analyst of, of what that is, but right. there's a lot going on in the flavor and it's a flavor that impacts my whole mouth. So maybe there's okay. a little umami that goes on in there too, which I, okay, yeah. so it's, it's just a lot. It's very savory. It's mm. a little, it's just a hint of spiciness. So hungry. <laughs> Thank you. You've done I, it. I'm not apologizing. I'm not apologizing because no, if no. anything, this would encourage our dear listeners to go out and this is not a paid <laughs> ad, but hopefully 99 <laughs> restaurant will also pick this up and be like, Hey, they're really talking a lot about this, this, this thing here. Let's, you know, give him some more. Maybe he can figure it out, but maybe you dear listener, you can figure it out. You can tell me what it is. And I don't know, we'll start experimenting and maybe that'll in, influence me to <laughs> go to Patreon and actually start making things and showing you how I make things because I have my own seasonings that I like to make and a lot of them I tried to make them without salt because being a little bit health conscious out there and especially those with like high blood pressure and what have you and I like to control the salt and I can mm-hmm. say this confidently it does not taste salty like the, the sirloin tips they're, they're they don't have that that saltiness I'm sure there's salt involved but I don't I don't know I don't know what it is it's a mystery and I know 99 Restaurant isn't going to tell us because I think it even says it in their description, like our secret blend of whatever, blah, blah, blah. So. Yeah, yeah that's the only, yeah, that's the catch. They're not going to willingly tell you because Mm-mm. that's how they keep you coming to their restaurant and paying money. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's a good business. It, it approach, is. But, but it kind of stinks when <laughs> it'd be great to like try to recreate it for your own food. <laughs> Not I mean, to take business from them, but to, you no. know, take so care of anything. They will still get my business. I will still go there because I'm not going to always want to cook it because I'm like, ah, oh, I'd rather just have them make it because they'll, they'll do it right and it's consistent where I might, you know, add too much or add too little. And with them, it'll just be perfect. So mm-hmm. they just go over there and, and get theirs. So, and I mean, I also get the mashed potatoes, which I really love. The broccoli, which I mean, you can't mess with broccoli. So mm-hmm. it, it's all three of those things blended together. It's great. It's a lovely meal. And I mean, you even get a side of like popcorn just to snack on. I never do, but it's there. So you can, you can have that. So this episode is brought to you by 99 Restaurant. Restaurant <laughs> singular. Go. Just one. Just not, just 199. Right. Just 199. One ninety ninth the restaurant. <laughs> uh one ninety nine. I have to do like the commercial word for whatever reason that guy kept pronouncing ninety nine, like just really stressing that T. So mm-hmm. I, went, I went with my niece Jackie and I told her that I was gonna talk about her because as we do, we we go, we we talk, we catch up. Um, and I truly admire her. She's she's growing to be a, a just an independent, very intelligent black woman out there doing her thing uh traveling mm-hmm. like just living her best life and i'm like go you like good job I'm, i mean i'm legit like really proud of her but but <clears throat> she's got a weird food hang up and i told her i was going to talk about her and i mean 
and everybody has their own thing because I'm sure I have mine and I probably discussed them before, but we were discussing foods and, and again, just cooking in general and how she does not like peppers. I'm like, okay, is it like the texture? Is it the taste? What's happening? And she's like, yeah, I don't really care for the texture of it. And especially like if it's in a, in a sandwich or like if I get a sandwich and it also has a tomato, I don't want that either. I don't want that crunch. I only like specific <laughs> crunches in gotcha. my sandwich. Yeah. I'm like, huh, that is, that makes sense. It, it made sense, but it just seemed odd. Cause I'm like, I, I was kind of like that too, where I was just really picky about like certain foods, but that's really because mm-hmm. I didn't taste them before. I didn't really mm-hmm. see how it influenced whatever it was, the, the greater good of the food I was eating. Uh-huh. So I felt a little sad, but at the same time, I was like, okay, well, maybe that's something you'll grow out of because it happened to me too, where I was very picky, like peppers. No, I don't want any of that. Take that away. Like the only thing right now that I still won't eat would be onions because of what it does to my body later. So yeah, I usually just try to avoid that, but that's for that specific reason. But other things that actually enhance the flavor, I'm like, oh, okay. And sometimes knowing or even watching something be prepared enhances my uh, enjoyability of that, that food or that dish or that sandwich. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just had to, you know, kind of put that out there to keep your mind open, your horizons. Because, uh, you know, you never know. Yeah, you never Do you have any- know. Do you ever have any hangups like like that? So so she's not alone. Um, and and we're talking talking food hangups, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not too picky. I'm 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 not too picky on food. I don't really miss meals. I can help it. Um, and one of my love languages is it's just food. Like feed me, and I'm happy. Mm. But I don't care for like I I am a texture person. Now it's not to the to the point where I am like paralyzed by it and and that I can't eat a whole like host of things because of the texture, but like pudding and uh, so okay uh, to, and to also back this up I used to be I would eat the food but I would be really really ticky about my food touching. Mm, now I'm not those people. Yeah, I'm not like. I'm, I've grown out of it. I can I can mix food together if it's touching. It doesn't like gross me out. Mm-hmm. I don't like savory and sweet stuff to like touch or mix because it just affects the taste to me. I'm gonna eat it, but mm-hmm. I don't like if I can keep them separate. I would you know be much happier. But my thing is, I'm more of I've grown out of that. But now I'm just more of a texture. Like I don't like uh soggy things um i'm okay with cornbread like sopping up something but i don't want the cornbread to have sat in that thing i get because that then it's i get that machine growth you're right know? and it just falls apart and it just tastes like whatever yeah. liquid it's been sitting in so yeah 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 I, if anything i just keep it separate like completely it's not even on the yeah plate, whole if different, I can help yeah it. if i can help it that's how it is for me too i don't care for like yogurt that's mentioned pudding I don't care for the taste of pudding anyway, but just the feeling of it being. Are you ruling out all pudding? Mo- yeah. Mm. Yeah. Jello. I'm not really. Eh, yeah. Jello's hit or miss. I mean, I really have to be in the mood for Jello. Like, I know there's always room for Jello, but I have to be in the is mood there, for Jello. Is there always room for Jello, though? I mean, it just. I mean, what is it, really? It's, it's just, not a it's solid. Gelatin. 
it's, it's not a solid it's not a liquid and it's gross and it's weird <laughs> it's bones apparently because uh, that's that's what someone told me a vegan i think it was a vegan told me that it's made from like crushed bones or something like bone mm-hmm. powder. <laughs> that was a huge rejection there I, I, I can i can feel your eyebrows just just crunched up right now just you're really upset about this the bones of what though oh just people i don't people? know <laughs> it's Children, soylent green know. it's soylent green it's people <laughs> spoiler alert i'm sorry if you haven't seen it. yeah so we should just not ever eat jello again um because we can't even describe it we, we don't even know like we don't even know it's no thank you it's it's what it is it's jello it's <laughs> it's there <laughs> mm-hmm. um I did have a, a well tapioca pudding because you mentioned pudding that's the only pudding for me that it's a big like because I don't want lumps and things in the pudding it's supposed to be creamy and delicious so why would you have it's why would you have lumps and things in a pudding though I don't know what tapioca is and I don't I really don't care to know like I'm, I'm I can hear people telling me like um um tapioca nope I don't want to know I just don't <laughs> want it I associate it with old people for some reason because I yeah, guess they, yeah. they eat it. Old people they, like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, they just want to feel well, around in their gums. I'm sorry. That was, uh, that was ageist know. of me. But that was very that's very racist of eight of old people. Um yeah. <laughs> but I also just like what's the other thing? Tiramisu. So I like tiramisu. I like the taste of it. Um too rich. But it's it's very well, it's very rich, but it's also just a weird texture. It is a weird t- that too. I don't know what it is. I don't like it. It's weird too. I'll eat both of those creme, creme brulee and tiramisu, but it's, Ooh. I have to. You, you know what's weird? What? Flan. Flan is weird. I don't even know what that is. Though. I don't know I've what it is either, it. but I tried it and I'm like, mmm, okay. Not, not a thing for you. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. And I think, uh, uh, oh my God, is it? Dos leches or tres leches? It's like I don't know. Maybe like three milks. It's like a um a it's something that many of the Puerto Ricans that I work with, they have made it and brought it in. And I've tried it. And they're like, it's good, right? And I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm, you know, trying to just get through it. Not like offend them. <laughs> yes, because it because on one hand, it it like tastes good but the texture is just so yeah. off-putting that i'm like i can't yeah. well pun unintended it's like it's off-putting. just i just can't so i'll just have like a few yeah. bites and wait for them to go away so i can just kind of disappear with it and i'm like oh i finished the whole thing nope nope i don't want any more i am full i filled right up so yeah but yeah we diverted there i but not diverted because I, I meant to bring up the food that was that was part of my plan haha <laughs> So with all of I that, mean, huh? listen, you asked the question and if you didn't want a long drawn out, ridiculous answer, you know, I know, I, I don't know. know what to tell but you. So. That's what we're here for to, to, I mean, to, to talk about the things that aren't being talked about. We're saying <laughs> the quiet parts out loud. Flan is weird. Exactly. Stop eating it. Right. What is what, it? Whatever it is, whatever it is, stop eating it. Cause uh, I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go to our oh, um, explain it to us anyway. <laughs> explain it. Yes. Because I, I think it's made with eggs, maybe. Ooh. I don't know. Is it like a dessert? It's supposed to be a dessert. Like I, I would mm. Google it, but I we would be here. It doesn't just, matter. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moving on. You're moving on <laughs> to um, 
something completely related, we're going to Wordwatch. 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 <laughs> um, so do you know what the word pleach is or means? Pleach. Please spell that. Pleach. P L E A C H. Exactly what I thought it was, how I thought it was spelled, huh? Hmm. I do not know what pleach means. I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a, can I guess? Okay. I'm mm, gonna yeah, guess. yeah. So yeah, I, guess. I feel like it's a really like shorthand way of saying, please, please pass the bleach. Wow. Is that correct? <laughs> not at all. No. <laughs> I mean, okay, it, has, okay. it has nothing to do with bleach whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But I picked this word. I mean, because I I get what you're going with, because you're you're doing like (laughs) word association kind of uh, of what the word is similar to. Correct. But you're focused on the wrong part of the word. Oh. Okay. So if you were if you were to ignore the each part and focus on the pl the pl I guess. Mm -hmm. So please. Plan plants basically. It's that that's kind of where I was trying to get to. It's plants. Huh. Oh, I would have never guessed that. I, I know, and neither would I, because I, I saw the word come up and I'm like, hmm, pleach. What's this about? And but pleach uh is to entwine or interlace in brackets they have tree branches to form a hedgeway or provide cover for an outdoor walkway. Oh like when you've got a pergola or or a gazebo and you've got a climbing plant that like covers the covers like if it's an arch or a like a trellis or something and and the plant grows around it and covers it like that sort of thing sort of like that but if you can like imagine like those fancy fancy gardens like where Mm -hmm. they have like the the um uh basically the hedges or bushes mm-hmm. that just seem to grow up and then they kind of make an archway out of it mm. out of out of the the branches themselves gotcha. so I, don't, I don't know if it also includes like what you just described or, or having like vines or other kind of greenery grow up and around and intertwine within something that's already built or does it have to already exist within itself like a tree i see gotcha okay interesting Mm-hmm. I never knew that there was a specific term for that. And neither did I, which is why I kind of enjoy getting these words emailed to me pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. kind of go through it like, mm, this word doesn't interest me. Like, basically, I'll get the word like in the headline. And if I'm not intrigued to actually open the email to see what it is, then I just kind of keep going. And then maybe around episode time, I'll kind of go through. But this one came today. So I'm like, pleach. Hmm. Does it have anything to do with like, like, pleading while you're preaching or does it have to do with i don't know <laughs> playing with bleach or i don't know right so, right <laughs> so none of that <laughs> it's none of that at all so uh let's see the trees were pleached to create a romantic walkway in the garden oh it's just but examples never, of bleach yeah. in a sentence mm-hmm. i don't know if i've ever even heard this word or seen it so well i've wow, never like, seen or heard it it is a middle um middle english late middle english word so well that that makes sense too because they like to i mean that seems like a, a you said an english term right 
Yes, like Middle English. Like uh, yeah. Let's see. Its most popular was let's see. Yes, the eighteen fifty, not fifties, fifteens. I would mm, say, wow. and then again, maybe it it, it made a comeback in mm-hmm. like eighteen sixty. Whoa! And, and then kind of just died out since then. So yeah. Well, that makes sense because I feel like back in that time period, they were. I guess not saying they're not like that now, but I feel like they were much more into their gardens and their, I don't know. <laughs> now I I'm think, just making things up. Well, I think I, I have an idea of what may have happened here. Okay. Um, I'll say around a little before 1900s, uh, bleach was invented. So when people were talking about like doing their gardening, it's like, yeah, I'm just going to go out and, and bleach my trees. And they're, they got confused. Like, you're going to bleach your trees. And then it was like, no, 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 bleach. And then they're like, what, please stop bleaching. Your... So they got confused with <laughs> bleach and bleach. And so they decided to just kind of drop bleach because bleach mm-hmm. was now the rave and cleaning mm-hmm. and getting spots all over your black, you know, gowns and then you have tired mm-hmm. pants and shirts like we discussed earlier <laughs> that's clearly the only answer like that's yes. the correct answer that, i mean that's what happened bleach was invented right. in 1899 so uh-huh. you can check it because that is today really invented invent or in discovered or or um mixed it's like a compound i don't think you find it in nature so somebody made it up right had to so, create it yeah yeah so mm-hmm. that, that, that's the story Hmm. Okay, I accept it. That's canon. Mm-hmm. And you can take that to the history books. Yep. Or whatever. <laughs> take that to the history banks. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I did. Make, I, I did just Google. do a quick Google, and let me tell you, I was only off by a hundred years. Really? Yeah. Nice. Bleach was invented. Nice. Well, a Scottish chemist and industrialist, Charles Tennant proposed in 1798 a solution of calcium hypo hypochlorite as an alternative for javel water whatever that is and patented bleaching powder in 1799 wow hey that's not bad yeah yeah that's a really hey. good guess i mean and that was based on the usage of the word bleach so <laughs> bleaching powder was around you know around uh, about the same time so that's why they got a little confused and bleach one mm-hmm. so there you have it now you know now you know and but since we were talking about facts let's uh get into because hey in case you forgot today is the first day of black history month but here on the black history black history here on the indu podcast we <laughs> celebrate black history all year round with, right. with our black history facts black history black history black history, black history. Facts. Like I can't hear it at all, but I see it playing. So yes, <laughs> it was beautiful. I heard it. I loved thank you. It. Thank, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that you. that is the in um, the Indubian choir or the the quartet over there. So thank you so much. <laughs> I will pass the basket along because uh, they the times are hard out there. So times are hard, man. I know. I know. Um, now, where did my article disappear to? Today's Black History Fact, uh, brought to you by 99 Restaurant. Uh, we will be discussing <laughs> Curtis Mayfield, who I feel like I may have discussed before, but I mean, he's such a prolific uh, artist and just a person that I, I just wanted to highlight just a little bit because he ties into something we're going to talk about in 
just a minute. So let me just tell you just a little bit about his um, activism that he usually did like with his music, mostly with his music. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm just taking a passage here. Following the passing of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, his group, The Impressions, produced music that became the soundtrack to a summer of revolution. It is even said that that Keep On Pushing, like one of my favorite songs, uh, mm -hmm. became the number one sing-along during the Freedom Rides. Black students sang their songs as they marched to jail or protested outside their universities, while King often used Keep On Pushing, People Get Ready, and We're a Winner because of their ability to motivate and inspire marchers. Mayfield had quickly become a civil rights hero with his ability to inspire hope and courage. Um, and then it kind of goes on talking about, yeah, I'll read that too. Mayfield was unique in his ability to fuse relevant social commentary with melodies and lyrics that instilled a hopefulness for a better future in his listeners. He wrote and recorded the soundtrack to the 1972 exploitation film Superfly with the help of producer Johnny Pate. The soundtrack for Superfly is regarded as an all-time great body of work that captures the essence of life in the ghetto while criticizing the tendencies of young people to glorify the glamorous, that's in quotes, lifestyles yeah. mm -hmm. of drug dealers mm -hmm. and pimps and, and illuminating the dark realities of drugs, addiction, and exploitation, which I can attest to having re-listened to the soundtrack as I have I do almost like once a year, it seems like. Uh, yeah, still very much relevant. Like uh, all of the lyrics and all the songs, I would say. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I just wanted to take a, just highlight him because I mean, he's great. He is one of my favorites. Um, and I just felt like just highlighting him, but I do have a new segment that we're going to try out today. Okay. Don't have an official title for it yet. Just put it in quotes as like song breakdown, but uh, Mr. Mayfield has a, an extensive back catalog, if you will. And one of the albums that I have come across that I, I really do love dearly because of other songs that are on it, uh, <laughs> that led me to it, such as PS, I love you. Uh, one mm -hmm. of my favorites of his another, I mean, I have a lot of favorites of his, but, um, let me see here because I have to find it. Where did it go? There, there it is. So the album came out i believe in where did that information go 1976 and the song is party night now uh oops <laughs> dear and doobie and do go to your spotify go to your youtubes go to wherever you get your music from to go listen to the song it's a great song gets you hyped gets you in the movie you just can't help but just kind of feel your shoulders just like oh what's happening mm -hmm. feeling this groove so I'm going to break down the lyrics for you. And I, and this is a, I want to say one of those gems, a hidden gem of a song. So if you're not familiar with it, that's fine. I'm pretty sure a good number of people today, unless they were fans of him prior, maybe haven't heard the song before, but I'm going to tell you about the song. So then you go and listen to it for yourself, but I'm going to kind of go through the lyrics and kind of tell you what it's about. So he starts out saying like, check it out, check it out. And he's just kind of like the, 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 the drums are just kind of, you know, getting you in the mood, getting you ready. And in my mind, in my mind's eye, I'm seeing what basically is the opening to Goodfellas, which is all a tracking shot watching um, Henry played by, um, oh my God, what is his name? He, 
I don't know. I forgot his name already. I'm thinking Pesto because that's kind of what he's in Animaniacs. Not Pesto. The other guy. Whatever. Uh, the <laughs> opening the opening scene in Goodfellas where we're tracking mm-hmm. our star, our, our, our anti-hero, if you will, as he goes mm-hmm. through the club, he goes down the door, he goes in and gets a table and sits at the club and gets into the party. I mean, this is called party night. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm thinking he's going to like some house party because in the song, uh, they start out saying when they actually start the song and start breaking it down, like, oh, this is the song. Because when that song really starts to kick in, you're actually in the party. Like you can hear yeah. it, you can feel it. And it goes, ooh, 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 hey, 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 have a party <laughs> night. So we're having a party. Disco satellites, meaning like all these parties are happening, but this is the this is the satellite. This is the this disco is, where it, this is yeah, it. This is the party. Yeah. The party. Everybody was grooving. We were all moving. Like we're, I mean, it's a party. We're having a party. That, that, that's what's happening however our our, our hero here curtis because i'm 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 sure this is curtis like this this is happening to him in real time and he's just telling mm-hmm. us about it mm-hmm. he bumps into a girl that he he used to know at the door and we'll find out later that they had met prior like i said he knew before and they mm-hmm. he wanted to dance with her but she's like no nah, i gotta go so he's thinking okay I see you. We met before. And this time I want to make you mine. So let's let's go dance right now, because this time I know you don't have anywhere to go because you just got here. <laughs> so we're going to go dance. And and I'm telling you, we're you don't have anywhere. You don't have anywhere to go. I mean, he's insistent. He says it a few times. So they start partying down and everybody's partying. Everybody's dancing. Everybody's grooving. Everybody's moving. And I mean, this girl, she was she was she was fire she was bae she was boo boo thing uh-huh. mm-hmm. she and i'm sitting here still trying to figure out exactly who she looks like so for you courtney i'm gonna say she looks like tessa thompson so i mean Ooh. she's <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> but i mean 70s 76 so she's got her hair mm-hmm. just afroed out Maybe she's mm-hmm. got to pull back a little bit. It's got some puffs going on. I don't know. Whatever, you know, suits the fancy of this story. But basically, he's there with a Tessa Thompson lookalike, basically. Mm-hmm. And and but she's, you know, she's looking good. She's dancing free. She's happy. And just the look on her face is exciting to Curtis. Like, it's like, wow, like we're finally doing it. Like, I wanted to dance with you before. You didn't want to. But here and we here are. You are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just getting down and again, moving now. Let me set the scene a little bit more for the party itself, because it's a classy party. Like they're, they're getting mm-hmm. funky, but there's also cheese and wine over there on the table. So, oh, so we fancy, fancy, got it. Fancy, fancy. You got got your um. It's probably some hummus over there too, but you got your Ooh, your yeah. Swiss cheese blocks, your little uh, <laughs> cubes of cheddar. Um, nice. The uh, Asiago. You got, got all of it. It's good. You got the fancy it's cheese. Fancy. Yeah. The red wines, the, the white wines, the, the rosés, all of it. It's all there. So that's happening. And they're still dancing. Just And then he just turned around and turned around to see this girl just getting down. So I'm, I'm thinking you just, um, what is it? Uh, Beyonce and, and her mother, they've been doing this thing, I guess. I don't know if it's on TikTok, but they, they do the, the challenge where they just kind of drop it low. I don't know. If well, they didn't it. do it, but... They well, I don't, I, they may have done it. I don't know. Oh, I think they but, made it famous. No. No. 
They didn't start it. I know, like, the lady who started it is not Beyonce or her mother, but correct. she, <laughs> but I, I've not seen them do it, and now I have to go look, so thanks. No um, problem. It was it was pretty famous before then, but oh okay, you know Beyonce does it because it's her song. You know? Right, right. Well, it's just people doing it out like in just random places. I've been seeing videos right. of that happen. Yes, I say all that to say that's what was happening at this particular party because he's sitting there watching and like just ooh, just the way she's getting down. Mm, <laughs> but then he's just pleading to her, like, please give me all of your sweet loving. Like, just I just want all of it. Just. And and he's pleading with his heart, his whole chest. His you whole can feel chest, it. Yeah, you can feel it. I can feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that I miss a verse um, or a line in the verse because I thought they said that it was pretty packed in there too. I mean, it's a party, so oh yeah, they did say they did mention that not only is there cheese and wine, but it's also really full in this dance, this dancery. That it's okay, hard to turn yeah. around to, to you know, uh-huh. you could hardly it's turn around. Know. Right. Ooh, it's, packed it's up in there. packed in there and all the sweet loving because that's what I'm like. Oh, right. Because it's just people sweaty and just funky. But maybe also that like you don't even care because you're having such a good time. Mm-hmm. So but he's mm-hmm. able to keep an eye on his girl because he's got to. Right. Well, you know, right. he's I calling agree. her. He's calling her, her his lady at this point because like, hey, finally got to the floor. We're doing it. And he's speaking like, into existence. That's what he's doing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, apparently, this party is like a legit party because like, I guess there's a band because Ooh. he said the set had just begun. So I'm like, okay. oh, okay. And then popping. Right. And I mean, they were already partying before, but apparently, mm-hmm. like now it's really about to go down. Right. So now that they started playing, and then he turned around to see his girl, but she's gone. Mm-hmm. No, where did she go? Don't know. But what? the party goes on anyway because the place was in a groove. Everyone was in a move. They don't they know. Don't know. Like they don't know that he's in like a whole quandary looking for this missing girl who I don't even know knows that he exists at this point. Like does oh, she even she know? I mean, oh, they they knew okay. they they met each other before prior, got and it, she was it. like, "No, nah, okay. I, I got to go." But this time, she's like, "Nope, you right. dance with me." So they were dancing together. You did, but say that. she okay, was I'm like. Sorry. Yeah, she's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm out now because I mm-hmm. at least we, we did our thing, and I'm just gonna leave you hanging because that's what I do. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, she's just mysterious. I mean, like it's that. really like that's trifling though, but yeah. Meanwhile, the party was still going on. The place was in a groove, and mm-hmm. all he could do, I mean, they were ripping up the floor because that's what they say back in the day when they were dancing, just you know, cutting a rug. Right. So cutting a rug, yeah. Mm-hmm. But all he could do is just pray for more and just missing, missing that girl because. Uh, rough man and he continues to plead i just want that sweet loving give me that sweet loving and she just holding back like but for what though because you know she wants it but maybe she likes the tease you know some women like that you know i think i think so maybe she just wanted the chase perhaps yeah she wanted to be chased she wanted to play hard to get or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. that's gotta be it so that was my version of the song itself and I had gone back, I'd gone back and listened and looked at the lyrics. And I think, first of all, some of the lyrics are miss, like they wrote some of them wrong. Mm. And I'm also thinking, well, it's possible that maybe she didn't go because also the way that he sings that particular line when he, um, he looked up and my girl was gone. 
he goes mm-hmm. right into the next line saying, get down with my baby, meaning maybe she's just really into the groove that she's not like, she didn't leave she's, like the presence. She stood in him. Yeah, she, she actually could still be there. But I liked my original interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I I felt my original interpretation was a better story because it it set me up from the beginning that like, hey, you tried to leave me before. You're not leaving this time. (laughs) But she actually found a way to leave anyway. But I don't know. It sounds real stalkerish. Like if she's ready to go, why are you forcing her to stay in a place that she don't want to stay? You know what I'm saying? As far as we know, he didn't put his hands on her or anything or kind of lock her down. He's like, hey, I just want to dance with you. I just want sweet loving. She don't want to dance with him, though, you know? True. I don't know. I I guess. I suppose. Maybe to like simmer down a bit. I suppose. And and if it went the other way and maybe she actually did stay and she was just really in the groove and they continued to dance and Mm. maybe they actually started a relationship and I was just, you know, misinterpreting the song or at least Mm. in that part of it, Mm -hmm. then it would make sense because a song, two songs later, there's a song called Soul Music. Okay. I'm not going to break that one down completely, but it it has a very similar vibe in that they are, because he and his lady, we'll Mm -hmm. we'll say it's Tessa or Tessa adjacent, and (laughs) Uh um, they're actually just partying around town. They're just going all over the city because there's nothing like soul music in the city. And it doesn't matter where they go. They're going to have a groovy time together anyway. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. So for me, that is the continuation. That is, if my interpretation, my original interpretation was incorrect, mm-hmm. then soul music is part two of that original night. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I like that. Inter- I like I like the idea that it continued, that everything is consensual. She wants to be there. You know, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. I like that interpretation but i, but I did like it. your spin too where she's just playing hard to get she's playing a tease like okay i gave i gave you, you that know. one dance i gave you that one dance and now i'm, now I'm done be gone. I'm gone. yeah right. like she could still be at the party he just can't find her i mean if it's that crowded where it's like shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. you know you can't even sit down who are we to you know we don't know right it's probably crowded because i'm thinking he, he can't, can't keep track of her I, i'm thinking of uh matrix reloaded like when they were in zion yes having that party yes there's no way you could find anybody in there exactly unless you came with them and you stuck with them another image that mm-hmm. came to mind was the cover of uh, uh marvin gaye's album which is actually a painting oh, which i meant to look yeah. up where it's just you know black people just getting funky mm-hmm. and just looking mm-hmm. all weird and, but also having a good time right mm-hmm. so i'm thinking it's a party like that too mm-hmm but again, how can you find her when she has disappeared and doesn't want to be found? That is if that's what happened. So listen, she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I, I maintain that. <laughs> Absolutely. So that that is my breakdown for Party Night. I do recommend checking it out. It's a great song. I've been pretty much listening to it all day. But for me, when it when it does come on, I, I can't help but repeat it anyway, because it's just just gets you just in a good mood. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. sad to say sometimes some some of the really like just good sounding songs like oh this sounds like a fun song they actually break down the lyrics like oh this is kind of sad that's very very wrong right right (laughs) (laughs) but i mean hey check it out let me know what you think actually happened in the song uh same for you courtney because i'm not sure if you've ever heard it before but you can go take a listen i can't wait so 
this may be a recurring uh, segment, and I already have, and this is one of the few times I will actually tell you what I'm going to do next time. So should this segment come back? And sure, it, it will. My next song mm-hmm. I have queued up is uh, James Brown, The Payback. Ooh, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait to hear it. Here's with that, your interpretation of it, I should say. <laughs> with that said, if you have a song that you want me to interpret and tell you the story behind that song, then by all means, please let me know. Email me at indupod at gmail.com. You can tweet at me. Um, and I guess a few, a few of you actually see me in person. You can actually tell me too, if you want. And <laughs> this invitation is also open to you, Courtney. So if you have a song that you want me to interpret, then I need to know ahead of time. So I have time to listen to it and analyze it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. I see the story here. I see what happened. Your, bra- your big brain on it. Uh, yeah. 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 No, mm-hmm. Break it, break it down, break it down. Like, okay, mm-hmm. this, this, yep. see, here's what really happened. Yeah. <laughs> so next, next episode, I will break down. James Brown's The Big Pay, or not The Big Payback, <laughs> The Payback. The Payback, yeah. Right. I've already started like analyzing it and had had that song on repeat for a while too. I even listened to the whole album. Wow. Yeah. Look I can at already, you. I, I know. I, I was ready. I was ready. I had to I had to make sure that this segment can be sustainable. I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And <laughs> I can tell you now, fortunately, that song is the only song that's relevant to the story. So the other songs on that album is just him jamming with the band and that's really what that mm. album really sounds like it's just okay we're just a jam session just record it put it out man that sounds awesome too cut to check but mm-hmm. not helpful for the segment i get it. it it isn't but it made my job a little bit easier i'm like okay all i have to do is just <laughs> listen to the song which is seven right. minutes long seven minutes yes i love i love that that in just that time period songs were long 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 and they were meant to be danced to i love mm-hmm. that exactly and either either dance to or it's just their jam session where they're like let's just yeah. keep recording yeah and then they release it on the full album that's amazing bringing it back to curtis mayfield the keep on pushing extended version has one of the <laughs> best uh, um drum solos i think ever recorded in my mm-hmm. opinion Mm-hmm. so nice. not even just drum session but a bongo session Ooh. not session but bongo like breakdown if you will like solo yeah mm-hmm. or maybe congos. Awesome. i don't know which well i don't know what they are but i know <laughs> their hands must be sore by the time they're done it's but it's just amazing like i'm so glad you got that recorded yeah and they so, released it to us that's amazing i know Thank and you. it's it's there for us to enjoy so go check that out Go check out. Uh, oh, I never told you the name of the album that it's on. Mm-hmm. Um, the name of the album. I mean, the whole album is good too, by the way. But give, get, take, and have. Okay, that's powerful. Give, yeah. get, take, and have. Mm-hmm. It's also wow. the. It's also the track that's between Party Night and Soul Music. Which okay. I've, I haven't listened to that often, so I, I, I didn't actually see if that actually does uh, connect to my overall story of what happened. <laughs> Yeah. So the song itself is called Get Oops, uh, Get a Little Bit. So maybe, okay. maybe. Nice. But, but now we're going to move awesome. on to one of your favorite games. Uh, what is it? Florida <laughs> or Florida Don't. It is one of my favorite games. I thought <laughs> you were talking about the other game about the Spookums, which is oh, not a game, but whatever. it's not a game. No, no, I don't have a Spookums for you today, but but let's Good. get going. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, it's time for Florida or Florida don't. My first story. Oh, again, if you're initiated, I read a headline, and anyone listening, I mean, mostly tonight's just Courtney, um, mm-hmm. will guess <laughs> if the this takes place in Florida or if it does not. A buffet brawl erupts after Golden Corral runs out of steak. Definitely Florida. Mm. I'll have to send you this one because it has a video and it's it's pretty oh, crazy it's intense but you, it. you got it in, incorrect oh it's mm. another southern state though for sure Ad, nope wrong again <gasps> what yep this happened in Man. pennsylvania what yeah. i am appalled <laughs> i cannot believe it what is happening with you yankees up there Ain't y'all and, all Yankees if you're from the north? I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. This this I don't know if uh, Pennsylvanians are considered. I guess so. I mean, they're above the Mason Dixon line. So that's, yeah, I think that's what it what what that's the only like requirement is you have to be above the Mason Dixon line. Mm-hmm. But I don't that, know. I feel like like oh white people make that rule, so I don't know. You probably yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. See racism everywhere, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, this happened Friday. So this was very recent and um, it was trending today on Twitter. So I, I saw it. And I'm like, oh, well, this is this is going in the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a good one. Yeah. I can't believe it stumped me. Mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed. It, it's all right. out of practice. I mean, not, I, out of practice. I was waiting for it to say that this happened in Florida as I was reading it. And then I was surprised yeah. to find like, oh, Pennsylvania. What are I y'all? thought they were like civilized up there. No, no. Now that I think about it, they're not because. <laughs> There was a time I think I think it was the the uh, the Eagles, I think they won either the Super mm. Bowl or they won something, yeah, something big, and then they like burned the city down, basically. Pretty much, and I think yeah. even horse poop was eaten or danced in or something happened. What involving? It was insane. No, that's crazy. People in so oh, my, maybe not Philly, but they're they're crazy over there too. So well, one of my one of my best friends is a huge Eagles fan and. She was very, I mean, very happy, but also very embarrassed at that because she's like, <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But also she's from the South. So thank you. Uh, we, we are civilized down here. Please and thank <laughs> you. But apparently not up North. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, there, there's, they're, they're out here. They're out here. Yes. We'll, we'll move on to the, the <laughs> well, move on to the next one. See if you can redeem yourself. <clears throat> All right. All right. Uh, murder conviction tossed. Oops, got to add that just popped up in my face. Okay, murder conviction oh. tossed after judge found to be having an affair with the prosecutor. What? <laughs> wow. Um. Well, now I'm starting to doubt my superpowers of of finding or identifying these things. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stick with Florida though. Like, mm. <gasps> ooh. I don't like your I don't like your tone though. No, I'm, I'm trying to do it. It's it's just like a neutral. Mm, okay. I'm gonna stick with my answer though. Florida. Florida. Mm-hmm. It's Florida. Don't. <gasps> what? This happened in Oklahoma. Nope, Oklahoma. Okay, well that's kind of south. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you you sound okay. you sound like you're like taking them in is like okay that that's one of our people one of the southerners all right i mean they're kind of south 
I mean, I guess they're technically south. I don't know. Whatever. They're they're in the the plains, the Midwest. Yeah, they're in the they're not quite Midwest though, right? I mean, no. I don't know. I'm I don't really know where the Midwest begins or ends. Right. That's it. That's never been. But I I don't think I don't know that Oklahoma has ever been considered Midwest. I don't know that they aren't considered Midwest, but I don't know. I don't think they're considered South either. Hmm. Whatever. Point is, I'm wrong, and I feel quite defeated. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a special guest this question real quick. Computer. Is Oklahoma in the Midwest? Okay, thank you. So, yes. It's in the south. It's in the south. All right. Thank you, Alexa, for that. Because I don't think that really helped me determine where the Midwest is <laughs> or is right. not. And I don't really feel like asking right now. We're going to move on to the next story. Because <laughs> I usually try to do three unless we have more guests. Then sometimes mm -hmm. I like to do a little bit more. So I yeah. can't like redeem myself like it's done this round i mean i could i could steal from from our good friends from the black eye tips and just double the points or triple the points i'm sorry for this last one so it could still be anyone's game which is just you <laughs> <laughs> so you can still redeem yourself but until we start doing this like these podcasts live and we have like a chat group that we can kind of watch and they can kind of chime in so yeah. uh this man uh injured fighting I'm sorry. Let me try reading like a, a, a human, a, a normal person, yeah, like like an adult, right? <laughs> Man injured fighting off bear to protect his dogs. Oh, Florida, <laughs> Florida, don't. Hmm. Nope, it's Florida. <gasps> what? Daytona Beach. I give up. You know, I I purposely picked this one because I thought it would throw <laughs> you off because like it did. You, you don't really hear bears about bears in Florida, in Florida. right? Right. right. Mm hmm. So that was me and my little trickery. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Well, we'll move on now. We are going to go to space. <laughs> All right. Now, I've got a story for you before we get to our big space story, or rather a continuation from last episode. But mm -hmm. we'll just start with the headline here. Earth being followed by a Trojan asteroid, scientists confirm. What? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Earth is okay. I was going to read that sentence, but it's actually the same headline. Um, it is only the second such object ever discovered and a much more promising specimen than the previous one, researchers say. What's more, humans may one day be able to visit the rock, settling human bases there. Researchers say, is this the beginning of the article? It is. Okay. I'm waiting for them to tell me what a Trojan. There it is. Trojan right. asteroids share their orbit with a planet. The small objects stay in a stable orbit just ahead of or behind the world they are attached to. Hmm. So think of it as, as a very like distant moon, if you will. Mm -hmm. Sure. So it's just, you know, out there flying around, but it, it's not going to like 
attack us one day. So, but it, it continues. They have been found a number of times in the past and take their name mm -hmm. from those that were first found around Jupiter, where they are named after figures from the Trojan War. But mm -hmm. barely any have ever been spotted in Earth, or rather Earth's orbit. Uh, only one known as the 2010 TK7, but the seven is like mm -hmm. below. I don't know how that works. Anyway, has <laughs> ever been definitely found before on December 12th. Hmm. It's a close date there. On December 12th, 2020. Mm -hmm. I know, I know. However, wait, on December 12th, 2020, however, <laughs> scientists spotted an intriguing target. Early observations suggested it was another Earth Trojan, but it was hard to verify. With very few observations, it was hard to know for sure where its orbit went. Hmm. Now, researchers have detailed that orbit by combining data from archives with observations conducted from Earth that work confirms that the object is actually an earth trojan as suspected that was a very wordy paragraph um <laughs> it still remains unclear where exactly it came from it might have begun its life in the main asteroid belt further out in the solar system and been thrown out mm -hmm. when it interacted with jupiter's gravity but that remains unclear scientists do know where the object is going however it's not where if not where it came from observations mm -hmm. suggest the orbit means that it will stay in its current orbit for another 4,000 years. So, you know, you've got some time. Uh, it also appears to be a C complex type asteroid made of mostly carbon. The new asteroid known as 2020 XL lowercase five is also bigger. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how to read that. <laughs> right. uh, is also bigger than its predecessor as well as being able to visit with less fuel needed. Therefore, these objects may become ideal targets for space missions and in a more distant future to settle human bases or install scientific hardware that would benefit from their peculiar location. They detail that research is a new study, orbital stability and analysis and photometric characterization of mm -hmm. the second Earth Trojan asteroid 2020 XL5, capital five, published in Nature Communications. So find Nature Communications. You can read more about it because my mouth is tired from reading that last paragraph. Good Lord. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, it started to tune you out a little bit. I, I know. Numbers, I'm so know? sorry. And I mean, I read like the first few paragraphs, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And I'm like, oh, I should have kept reading. It, con it continues. Mm -hmm. If anything, I can post the article in the show notes so you can go back to read it and then go do further research. And then you can see what an under um, a lowercase five looks like, because I don't know mm -hmm. really like what that means. Science speak. Right? Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I, I keep trying to call Neil deGrasse Tyson, but he doesn't answer my calls anymore. So rude. That's just rude. Uh, we were friends. Anyway, <laughs> our big topic is the James Webb telescope since we had discussed it last episode. And I really didn't know that much about it other than the fact that it was meant to be, well, I mean, it is bigger than the Hubble. It sees farther mm -hmm. and much more than the Hubble because mm -hmm. the Hubble is so close. The James Webb is much farther away mm -hmm. and it has just launched or not just launched, but it's just gotten to place and guess starting to take some pictures and we get to see some stuff but you have some more information for us 
Um, a little bit more. So yeah, it is in place where it's supposed to be parked for, I don't know how long, but like it's made it there. And so that's a big deal um, because this is a um, multi-trillion, not trillion, but multi-billion dollar um, endeavor. And it's apparently taken, you know, over 30 years to get into place, which makes sense. It's a huge, huge, like new thing, but it's, it's in place everything went as planned but so apparently it reaches orbital destination called the Lagrange point two or L2 for short which is a point at which it can keep the earth exactly between it and the sun at all times and I believe that's very important because part of its specialty is basically blocking out the sun's light mm -hmm. which would affect how far it can see um, if I'm understanding correctly. And so it's right, got all these are, mirrors. Yeah. yeah, it's got all these mirrors and things, but, and essentially, like I said, it's to reflect the light back to the sun and to be able to see well. And so it's got to the point. Now I mentioned earlier in the episode that, you know, we were talking about wonky things. Um, the L2, I saw a, like an animation kind of explaining what the, um orbit looks like for for the james webb mm -hmm. and it's very i cannot explain it so you're gonna, you're gonna have to go and search google <laughs> because it isn't you know straight or necessarily linear i mean a, an orbit is in a circle so to speak but it's in like a wonky circle and it, it it's very weird so definitely go take a look at it explain it to me like i'm five when you understand it because i don't you know i, don't know. I think i think but, i might i've seen this animation and it's almost mm -hmm. as if the satellite is adjacent to earth's orbit where mm -hmm. it's kind of keeping Something like that keeping in line with it as it it's rotating the sun but it's also like keeping in line with earth like as many yeah. miles away as it, as it is yes so it can always kind of yeah. you know have that same back and forth rather mm -hmm. than you know any other planet can't keep mm -hmm. the same orbit because they they travel at right. a different speed so it's Correct. traveling at the same speed of earth and keeping up with mm -hmm. earth in their orbit mm -hmm. so yeah yeah well there's a lot more going on with it basically it's having to it's it's there's something with it that kind of keeps its instruments warm because space is very very cold and so mm. To keep its instruments warm, it's got like in, it's got heaters of some sort, um, keeping everything at the right temperature. And apparently, it's going to have to like turn them off. Um, that's the next step: is getting them turned off um, so that they will reach those extremely cold operating temperatures. Um, now, there. This is because. Of a lot of different reasons, I just you know I'm not I'm not a scientist. I know enough to understand it, but explaining it, mm -mm. Mm. like you can you get it, but just repeating it back to people that they nope. can digest it is just a, not it. Not gonna happen. It's above your pay grade. It's it's above. It it's, is way above my pay grade. It's very interesting though. Oh, absolutely. But one of the big things that I definitely do understand is right now NASA is is preparing to align each of their 18 like primary mirror segments um and if you've seen any pictures of the james webb it's humongous the 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 space station itself is humongous 
And so I can't remember how many uh, mirrors it has or how many segments, mirror segments it has, but for them to align those things, it's very painstaking. It's very meticulous. Um, but the point of that is so that they can focus on a single target. And so they can look in a, the same way and that's going to help them have that laser focus clarity of you know whatever target they're pointing pointing towards so Mm -hmm. that's i don't know how long that takes but apparently it is you know a huge deal that's the next step and so that's what they're working on now Mm -hmm. and it's i mean the whole project is huge it's something that a lot of like well, nerds like us are just excited about see what they what they see, and mm-hmm. rest assured, once they get like their first pictures back, whatever it is, we'll probably be talking about it as well as looking at it. I'm like, ooh, look, it's it's not fuzzy, or I don't know, it depends what we're looking at. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's exciting, and we just have to wait because I mean, it's out there in space, and then again, it just makes you feel pretty pretty small and like, oh wow, a lot of that's really far away, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. waiting for all the data and information to travel back and forth and Mm -hmm. just just hope nothing goes wrong because nobody's going to be out there to go fix it like they did with the hubble yeah 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 it's it's exciting stuff and i'm glad like if there are any minor or even major issues that are happening they haven't been reported well i haven't seen it so it's pretty exciting to you know see this huge much anticipated telescope do its thing and things seemingly going really well and mm-hmm. almost as planned so i, I hope it can as it should yes yes as it should as it should but you know it's just nice that that it seems to be going like it's supposed to right now so right and yes yeah, sometimes things happen but for, fortunately yeah. hopefully everything will stay like you said good mm-hmm. 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 and we won't have any hubble mistakes or any kind of mistakes and hopefully we should be fine. We shouldn't have any gravity mistakes, meaning um, the Kepler syndrome as we'd Kepler, Kepler, Kepler. Kepler. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause it's way out of the orbit that, you know, earth won't be shielded in and make right. its own ring, which really mm-hmm. upset you last time. So <laughs> it really did. It really did. Still mad and, about it. And it just tickled me so much. Like, wow, did not expect that reaction. But now you're a little bit terrified <laughs> that there's an asteroid just following us and, or kind of stalking us. And hopefully they don't collide either because that would suck. <laughs> yeah, let's just, yeah. Yeah. Look up. <laughs> we'll move on to something happier, yeah. like uh, our moment of gratitude. Like, do you want to go first of what you might be grateful for? Mm. Uh, yes. You go first. I always oh, go first. Oh, okay. I'll go first because I, I I actually wrote it down, was prepared because sometimes I'm like, oh, nice. what am I going to be think about? But um, yeah, so it, it's going to go, it's, it's I don't want to say it's going to be deep, but it, it's a, a lot happened like this, this past weekend, which I'm really grateful for, like, you know, just seeing another year and all that. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to go a little spiritual here because, hey, it's my podcast, do what I want. But um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was, and I'm going to title this little piece here. I'm grateful for the capacity for compassion because uh, I worked a radio shift uh, Saturday night and then I usually go to the church and I go take a nap before church starts. But my dad was like, hey, because of the snow and, and just 
everything happening. We're just going to cancel service today. So I'm like, okay, cool. So normally, so what I'll do, I'll just go home. But then I just kind of felt like this impression from God saying, hey, why don't you go? Oh, because as I told you last episode, my church does a warming center. So it's, it's actually like registered with the state which I did not, I was not aware mm -hmm. of. So there are people mm -hmm. that from all over the state that get dropped off there sometimes. So um, I uh, heated this, this message and basically this impression. And I went to go stop. I got like a two dozen donuts. And then I just went to drop by. I'm like, Hey, I, I knew, I, I know church isn't happening or, or nothing's going to happen. I'm just going to drop these off. And, and I knew the, the person who was volunteering at the time at that particular hour. And she's like, Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for bringing these. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. No problem. So, you know, I, I left. And just before I did, there's this guy who came out and like, Hey, Hey, um, I, he was really nervous. Like, I don't know if you can, or if you got the time, but do you think you could bring me home? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I guess. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Come on, let's go. And I accepted not even knowing where he lived, where I was going to, but I'm like, Hey, mm -hmm. I've got the time i know it takes me some time to wind down after the shift so i know i'm just gonna go home and just like i don't know watch tv for like two hours until i fall asleep so i'm like whatever sure you can come with me so get in the car and find out that where he's going is actually one town over from where i live so oh, wow it was like just very convenient so we were able to talk he told me um his not his entire life story but basically how he ended up at the warming center now if you've ever been mm -hmm. to a warming center it's basically just a a place where like people homeless or, or just they don't have a place to go maybe they mm -hmm. do live in their car or for whatever reason they don't have heat and they need some place safe someplace safe to stay mm -hmm. for the night or even longer as it has been like we talked about the bomb cyclone and just being super cold for mm -hmm. a while so yeah this guy showed up i think on friday or if not friday then saturday and he had, wasn't sure how he's going to get back home he had come from a rehabilitation place. He found himself trying to survive under a bridge. The police found him and brought him to our church to, you mm -hmm. know, for safekeeping. And mm -hmm. um, he was like, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to get back. Like, I feel like I was going to lose my family. And, you know, he was just basically just pouring himself out. And I just encouraged him, tell him like, you know, hey, at least you you made it. You're, you're alive to see another day and you're going to go see your mm -hmm. family soon. So he just kind of kept asking me like what I can do, what he can do to thank me. And I just kept telling him like, Hey, just remember everything that you've been through and just use that to keep you from making that mistake again. So that yeah. way you, you don't end up in a situation like this. And we also passed a place that I was familiar with. He's always seen like it's in his town where we've made it to his town by at this point. And like another way you can thank me, go to that place and try their wings, change your life. <laughs> And he reacted the same way. He had a big laugh about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. I, I never, I've seen, always seen this place. Never had, I never even knew they had wings. I'm like, yep, they're absolutely delicious. You don't even have to go inside. Just, just get it to go. I mean, they've mm -hmm. got all the food. I've never had it, but go get the wings and you will think that's, that's how you can thank me. But also all the other stuff I said, do that too. But <laughs> that too. Yeah. But yeah, get, get their wings. So yeah. So I felt like my real purpose for like bringing the donuts was to meet this guy and to like help him to get home. And I, it felt really good just to, just to be selfless and to help. And mm -hmm. then I told my mom about it yesterday and she gave me even more insight. It's like, yeah, what you didn't know is because, because of the snowstorm and everything that was happening that day, because like I told you earlier, there was a snowstorm on Saturday. 
mm-hmm. and you know he was trapped out in a snowstorm and was mm-hmm. rescued basically uh normally like the soup kitchen and maybe some other places that are open usually open would like maybe donate some food or they would have breakfast but mm-hmm. they didn't have any food they didn't know where they were going to get any food from mm-hmm. so the fact that i show up with donuts like unannounced mm-hmm. nobody told me mm-hmm. to was mm-hmm. a huge blessing for them and mm-hmm. i had no idea that you know that's that that was even needed and for me that's further proof that god is real and he talks to mm-hmm. us so yeah. i am i am definitely a christian not by religion but by relationship because mm-hmm. you can talk to god all you want but you have to listen to so yeah. i'm grateful for the capacity for compassion and just being open and receptive and listening and helping people and it felt really good to be used in that way so that is what i'm grateful for that i was able to help people excellent that's such an awesome story you should feel proud and you should feel mm-hmm. grateful for that because that's amazing mm-hmm well, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that you get to see another year. You've, or you've made it another year around the sun so that you can continue spreading, you know, your goodness and your light. Continue with the podcast and, and all you do for it. Continue with um, the work of God because that is what, what you did, I think, is the most important part of christianity and Mm. it 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 should be the heart of christianity and jesus's mission which is to reach people and to minister to people where they are Mm -hmm. in the way that they need and so i think you have shown a shining example of just that and we need more of that that is what people need this this is what it's all about i think and so I, i agree you know, you did that. It was, I mean, I, I hate to say, call it small and to, to, because it's not to say to uh, lessen or, or diminish what you did because it was huge, but the act itself was pretty simple. I mean, you just mm-hmm. got donuts mm-hmm. and you gave somebody a ride. That's what, that is in most of our capabilities um, and means to do, but mm-hmm. the impact of it was you I mean it's possible that you may never even see how huge of an impact that was right um so I'm just grateful for you as my friend as my co-podcaster and as someone who shows Christianity and shows love to the world to the people you don't even know Mm -hmm. and to the people that you do of course I never did get his name but it didn't matter to me so well well, it mattered, but I, like know, I, it matters, I just, but I could, yeah, yeah, I just I needed to, you know, so I come to get you home. Like it, it wasn't important at the time because they, he, yeah. I could get his name, like he, you have to sign in and everything, but mm. I just, I just want to make sure he was safe, got home, yeah, and, you know, that and that's amazing, part. yeah, like you didn't have to record it, <laughs> you Mm-mm. didn't have to put it on social media. Mm-mm. you didn't have to like do all that and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that or inherit there's nothing inherently wrong with oh, all that but right because I, I wasn't looking for like anything from it whatsoever glory. you weren't looking for the glory or no. the praise or whatever you just literally saw me and you met it mm-hmm. and that's your personality i think like that's that's you that's just who you are and 
you remind me that there's a lot of good in the world, even though oh. there's a lot of bad. There's not, yeah. you know, there's mm-hmm. sometimes enough to make you go crazy and to make you kind of forget the good. But you remind me that there are good people who truly want to live and exemplify what they believe and what they want to see in the world. So mm. I'm grateful for you, my friend. Oh, thank Happy you. Happy belated birthday. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> and I will say that that is another part of my birthday weekend that did make it like pretty special. Mm-hmm. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, just not about me. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we will transition from these heartwarming feelings to any recommendations you may have. <laughs> um. Listen, I actually don't, don't have any good recommendations this week. I haven't been consuming any um, anything, really. Mm. I think I mentioned, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, actually, because I am reading a, a new book for book club. We're reading Dial A for Aunties. Okay. Um, and it's a very good book. It's about um, an Asian family. They are... Oh, I try to be like correct in their nationality, but I can't remember. Uh, but it's by Jesse Q. Sutanto, and it's about um, basically a a a family and an Asian, a group of Asian aunties coming to the rescue because there's also a, you know, a dead body happens to appear. Oh, all right. Some form or fashion. It took so a turn. It is, it, yeah yeah <laughs> it did in the book too so <laughs> so it's uh it is a it is a comedy so it's not anything super like heavy but it's pretty funny it's it it explores basically the relationship between in families and dynamics between a niece and her aunties and a daughter and, and her mom and just all the intricate dynamics that come along with that so that is a great book I highly recommend it I'm about halfway through it and hope to finish it soon just because it's so good and I want to know how it ends. But um, I see Indonesia and Singapore. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Thank Mm. you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because they mentioned like the languages they speak Indonesian as well as Mandarin, as well as a couple of other languages, including English and and another, another language that I can't think of. So um, anywho, yeah, it's, they are Indonesian. Yes. So, but they're in America and that's, that plays a a bit part of the plot already. So it's just a good book. It's really good. I can't recommend it enough. Hmm. It does look interesting. Once you started saying it, it was funny. Like, okay, I think it's it's not, yeah, it's not like scary. It's not deep. It's not super heavy. It is a very light hearted read. Funny. I just, I love it. So good. On a side note, and it's a quick and easy read too. I'll say that. Okay. Well, I do know you to be a a voracious reader. Like you, you will consume an actual book, book, not like an audio book. Like I, I yeah. So yeah, I like audio books too. Don't don't knock them. Oh, I absolutely don't. I love them. Like that's what I I do. Like to get through work. Like I'll yeah, me too. Eat up a whole book. But the (laughs) thing about it for me is I I feel like, and I'm I think I'm going to start doing it this year. Not because it has anything to do with years, but like. I after I read an audiobook or listen to one, if my wife hears me, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I will 
do some kind of like book report. So at least I can retain what I read or what I consumed. So it doesn't go to waste because I've, I've gone through so many audiobooks that like, wow, that was really good, but I can't like tell you what it was about or like any key points that really stood out to me. Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm going to go back and do that with a couple of them, probably starting with James Baldwin, because he is a writer that really, really like captures my interest. So mm -hmm. I'll probably do that now that I actually own one of them rather than just borrowing them from the library. Um, but the side note I wanted to throw in there real quick is if you ever ask uh, Alexa to translate anything into Chinese, it's going to say it in Mandarin, even though I okay. know that they have, um, I think China has two languages, Mandarin and I can't, Cantonese. Cantonese, is the other one. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be specific, you have to say either Cantonese or Mandarin if you want mm -hmm. Alexa to say, I don't know if that works for Siri. I don't know if that works for Google, but at least for <laughs> Alexa, because we were playing with Alexa one day and having her translate a whole bunch of things. And the voiceover artists are different for each language that you choose. So interesting. Did not know that. I am not a big fan of Alexa, so I wouldn't know that. Well, <laughs> I only because because we were doing it so many times and we and Ashley was like, why does she sound so different when she says it in like whatever language that we ask her to say it in? And it's like, well, mm -hmm. and as we started, as I was listening to more of it, I'm like, oh, it's just a different uh, voiceover artist that sounds similar to Alexa. Oh. Because, huh. I mean, unless that voice artist is that talented that uh, she will say all of these things in that language and just drop her like not dialect, but like her, her tone. I don't know. It, it, to me, that makes the most sense. Just have a different, uh, artist for each language. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Uh, well, I mean, Chinese and I'm not, well, not Chinese. I'm so sorry. Mandarin, I feel like is all about the tones that you use. And that has a lot to do with the actual language and the meaning of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I don't know about Cantonese and I might even be mixing the two but i'm pretty sure with mandarin it's 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 the tone that you use and um that that has a big effect on like what you're actually saying and so what you're saying by using a different voice artist makes sense to me mm -hmm. because yeah it just makes sense yeah if you're like a, a regular old american you don't know that and then you just right. say something and then someone who actually speaks mandarin or cantonese mm -hmm. or whatever language is like you're saying it all wrong so yeah best best just to get the person who can say it and pronounce pronounce it correctly and uh everybody wins mm -hmm. so for my recommendation i'm going to recommend uh a sitcom they can find on hulu that i found Interesting. I, I gave this recommendation to Jackie as well, as we uh, dined last evening. And mm -hmm. my sitcom I'm going to recommend is The Grand Crew, or I'm not sure if the is in the title, but it could be just Grand Crew. And it's not that it's a great sitcom. I like it because it's what you would find in like any random, like, I'm just going to say like a white sitcom. Like there's just... <laughs> A group of friends at a yeah. bar yeah and they're just going through life and whatever but they're all black this time and and this time it's it just it, there's not like anything inherently black about it like they're not using like any kind of like black slang or or just right ebonics or whatever right or or they're dealing with black only problems it's just regular mm -hmm. people problems that just happen to be all yeah. black people. so Oh, or like my kind of TV. Yeah. My so kind of it's, episode. 
it's between like a mix of um like Frasier and I was gonna say friends, but some some maybe yeah, we we'll go with friends, whatever. Uh-huh. And except no, you know, studio audience, which I hate these days now, the canned laughter. <laughs> yeah, it's it. the worst. Yeah, leave it in 2020. Yes, yeah, it's that bad. So <laughs> but I definitely recommend <laughs> it. And there I think it might be the second episode. I feel like for me, like, yes, more episodes like this because it just gets so silly and like ridiculous a little bit absurd in a way Mm -hmm. but in a good way like it almost like almost like it's scratching at 30 rock and it's absurdities at times for those who've ever who watched that show or have watched that show where they can go really out there sometimes like what Mm -hmm. world is this but it's great (laughs) i love it it's still maybe a little clunky at some parts but that's okay it's the first season they're still you know getting their feet wet and i hope that it succeeds because i'm actually enjoying it very much i'm glad nicole buyer is is getting out there and, and she's getting love and support and she's on like several things because she's on wipeout too and she's on this show mm-hmm. and, and it's great i'm loving it so that is my recommendation go check out uh grand crew you can watch it on nbc if you still watch tv like a plebeian or you can watch it on hulu <laughs> and uh i think it's on. Comes plebeian. On. i mean what what else what <laughs> back in the back in 2020 is when you know people were watching <laughs> mm-hmm. tv like regular people or old people not old people but like back in the day and, and mm-hmm. back in the days 2020 so yeah when you actually had to turn the tv on at a certain time at a certain channel rather than just like hmm, uh-huh, which... or you're gonna miss it right 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 so hulu watch it there and grand crew that's that's uh I'm trying to think if there's any other parts about it that I really like, but it's just, it's just good. It's just good to have on even in the background. If you're not, whatever, there's a few other shows I watch around it, like Abbott elementary, which we talked about before. It's still a recommendation. Yes. And, uh, and I think I'm a couple episodes behind on that. So I get to binge just a little bit. Yeah. I I know. And you'll really enjoy it. And then, (laughs) um, thinking like, Oh wait. Yeah. If I was a plebeian, I could watch it tonight, but, um, yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm above that now. <laughs> oh, whatever. That's fine. what are you talking about? You're you're one of those too. I am. Yeah, you, you don't have. I'm still a. Yeah, no. I don't. I get to wait till tomorrow, just like you. So yeah, just like well. me. So that, that's our, our Wednesday. <laughs> like I have my Wednesday schedule. I have Abbott Elementary, American Auto, mm-hmm. Grand Crew, and Boba Fett. If I can <laughs> manage to fit that all in, so we'll see. That's on so. TV. Right. So where can the good people find you should you want to be found? Y'all can find me at IMK Hinton on the Twitter. Great. You can, I, I liked how you ended it that way. It sounded like a full like stop, like a period. <laughs> Whatever. Brought it down. Whereas, like sometimes <sighs> anyway. you're like, you can find me, Courtney Nicole Hinton. <laughs> Where's like, okay. Oh, you're done. You're done. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Where you have these like invisible ellipses and like, what's happening here? Are you done? Having a? Did you freeze? (laughs) Are you frozen? Mm -hmm. Follow me. You can follow me. All things at Indub. Um, I am also on TikTok. I just have that one video, which people (laughs) like. So that's great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you can go to Indub.com which has not been updated, but soon will be one of these days. Tell someone you value that you value them. Live without regrets and live for the folks you love. Please wash your legs, your face, the bottoms of your feet, the undersides of your dishes, get vaccinated, get boosted, and wear your 
K95 or KN95 or N95 mm-hmm. mask or multiple or masks. Triple, yeah, double, triple mask up. Do what you got to do to stay safe because this shit is out in them streets, okay? It's, it's out there or just stay home or I don't know go to the moon go i was gonna say go to the james <laughs> webb telescope but don't touch it it's don't go far. over there yeah no we don't need to mess with it it's too expensive go to that asteroid i just told you about um yeah, something something they, 2020 xl lowercase whatever asteroid yeah right. the trojan asteroid. <laughs> trojan no trojan yeah the trojan <laughs> asteroid okay yeah trojan men wait nope sorry that's something else never no, mind no, no that's the wrong one okay <laughs> uh moving on i've been your benevolent host T. Sterling Watson, T. Sanford, and remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. Uh, <laughs> Almost lost you there, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Indu Podcast, which was recorded from the south side of Wakanda in Little New Indubia on the corner of Tachaka and MLK Drive, and is part of the Indu Network. Want more Indu? Follow on Instagram and Twitter at Indub and on Facebook at Indubpod. You can contact us and send Ask Indub questions by emailing Indubpod at gmail.com. Want to support or donate? Find the T Public Store or become a patron on Patreon, where subscribing gives you perks and extra things from the Indub Network. Please subscribe, rate, comment, and share the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean, and wherever else podcasts are found. And of course, visit Indube.com for all of this and much more. Thank you so much for letting us entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Until next time. Use your words, Chief. Good boy. This has been another 3SFX production.